0: You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. It's Patrick Avenal and I'm the news editor for Nursing Review and Aged Care Insight. And I'm chatting today with Bernie Harrison from the ACHS. Bernie, thanks very much for joining me.
1: Oh, hi. You're
0: welcome. So, can you tell me a little bit about uh, yourself and what the ACHS does?
1: Well. uh, I'm the just I'm the newly appointed um, uh, director for the Australian Council on Healthcare Standards Improvement Academy, and um, in that role, I have to lead um, a whole lot of new programs in quality and safety for um, frontline staff and executive staff in the health system.
0: And can you tell me a little bit about ACHS, how it started, and sort of what its role in the healthcare system is?
1: Sure. So. The ACHS is a not-for-profit organization. It was established over 40 years ago and the founding fathers were the um, Australian Medical Association and the Australian Healthcare and Hospitals Association and its primary role has been to um, do the review of hospitals and um, re- review the standards. So it had very much a role in that hospital accreditation standards and regulatory space if you like.
0: And who who are the sort of uh, the members? Where do you get your money from in order to to Ah, do this sort of program?
1: So um, standards. So currently, the um, the uh, hospitals are accredited on the ten national standards from the Australian Commission for Quality and Safety. So uh, all hospitals are required to um, to use those standards, and in addition. the, we have what we call the Equip Standards and the Equip National Standards. So the equipped Standards include, the, um, include a whole range of other standards, for example, um, standards around corporate services and cleaning of hospitals and those sorts of things. So hospitals are free to choose an accreditor. I mean, they have to undergo accreditation. That's mandatory for most jurisdictions. So they're able to choose an accreditor to do that. Um, And there's a number on the in the market. I mean, the Australian um, Council on Healthcare Standards is the principal one that tends to be used for hospitals in um, Australia. And uh, we also accredit hospitals in Asia. um, You know, including. Um, Hong Kong and other hospitals in the Middle East, so we're not it's, so it's a, a national program. it's not just uh, Australian.
0: Is it a competitive space?
1: Uh, yes, it is yes, it is. I mean there are other standards uh, that uh, there's like um, ISO standards, so there's other standards. Uh, you have to apply to be an approved accreditor. Um, of hospitals, so you do that through the Australian Commission um, on Healthcare Standards, uh, through uh, through um, yeah, through the Australian Commission on Healthcare Standards. And there are other um, we we uh, are you know our ability to be recognised as an accreditor. We go through an accreditation with the International Society for Quality in Healthcare. So there's regulation of the regulator, if you like. The client, the principal client is is the, it's the, the health service that uh, brings us in to do the accreditation. So the report is provided to the hospital as a confidential report to them, and they use that to, to uh, inform their, their quality and safety systems and development
0: this week you've launched two new uh, training two new flagship programs the first is the patent safety lead training program and the second is the yep. quality improvement lead training program can you tell me a bit about the first one the patent safety lead training program
1: yeah so uh, we've actually launched uh, an academy in fact we uh, ACH had an ACHS had an education arm so what we've actually done is launched what we're calling an improvement academy and that's to bring us. Into line with sort of the contemporary education that's being offered in quality and safety um, around the world for healthcare professionals. So, based on um, our review of best practice in this area, international best practice, including United States, the UK, New Zealand, um, Canada, Sweden, etc., um, we've been looking at curriculum frameworks. So, looking at What do leaders in the system need? What do practitioners, you know, middle managers need? And then what's the foundation level? So we've uh, uh, released or launched yesterday our two flagship programs, which are two lead programs. One is called the Patient Safety Lead Program, and the other one is the Quality Improvement Lead Program. So the Patient Safety Lead Program is a 12-month program. It will um, comprise of four two-day face-to-face modules. first course is being run in Sydney. Um, uh, during that course, so it's designed for people to have, uh, uh, rather than a one-day workshop or a half-day workshop, to have a full emers- immersion in patient safety literature, in um, uh, some of the patient safety sciences, things like reliability science, um, uh, root cause analysis, understanding of errors, and human factors engineering.
0: And who are um, who are the uh, who are the people that this uh, program is aimed at? What would their job roles be? Uh,
1: yeah, so typically their job roles would be uh, they'd be a patient safety manager, they could be a director of clinical go- governance, they could be the director of safety for a particular clinical service, um, such as. Um, uh, say if you're the director of, of surgery and you also wear a patient safety lead hat as we see in many systems now. Um, so it's pitch that, so it's people, the criteria here is these are people who have in their job description responsibility for patient safety. So they are tasked with that job of leading patient safety, so that may be training, investigation of incidents, running open disclosure to families, Interviewing staff when things have gone wrong, and working with the executive around recommendations for improvement. So that's the uh, that's that patient safety lead and, and very briefly, program.
0: can you can you give us an insight into the quality improvement lead training program?
1: Yep, quality improvement lead training program. This program is based on a course that has run out of Intermountain Healthcare in the United States and this course essentially is, is a full immersion in what we call improvement science so it's the teachings of people like Edward Deming and Joseph Duran so it, it's taking process improvement and adapting that and applying that into clinical work into clinical healthcare work so it's understanding how to do a diagnostic phase how to improve processes how to measure them using statistical process control techniques so it's uh, and again for both these courses, participants will undertake a project, um, uh, They will uh, their assessment will be the, that project uh, presented back uh, and evaluated um, and they will graduate and get a, a certificate.
0: Bernie Harrison, thanks very much for uh, joining me on the phone today. I really appreciate uh, you having a chat and uh, talking about these new programs.
1: You're welcome.